to Adam versus the man. Happy Wednesday, September 8, 2021. Today is our actual sign-off episode number XXX episode. It doesn't get numbered. Yesterday no was number. 700. That's yes, We're ending on 700. We're done. Perfect. It's just one last Lucky goodbye. episode 700. We're making a short video today to announce the format change and to sign off formally for the season and to thank everybody for making this last year and a half possible doing Adam versus the man almost every day, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time, pretty consistently in that. We've had some variation in timing, a little variation format here and there, but pretty much since COVID became a thing, that's when we started this. And it's grown into something beautiful and sustainable and independent beyond the presidential campaign that kind of gave birth to this COVID season edition of Adam versus the man. Is that uh, COVID every day? Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's been. Uh, so what we're switching to that, we're going to take three weeks off and we're going to be coming back on September 29th, exactly three weeks from today as a Wednesday evening live show, four hours from 5 to 9 Pacific, 8 to midnight Eastern time. I'm really excited about this new format. We are still going to be making videos every day. We're going to be getting back to man on the street videos, hopefully. If, if I don't know. If, if, if there is a stream of traffic, in of foot traffic in Las Vegas, if, if COVID... <laughs> No, it's it's it's, it's back. Vegas it's back. At least so can, at least 80% last time I was there, what, a few months ago? It's pretty cool to see the way things are coming back. Although I will admit, you know, the one big thing I've been very sadly wrong about over the last year and a half is how quickly we could get over this. Because I suppose I am I am guilty of a certain optimism. Not that I not that I didn't foresee kind of exactly where we are because i don't pretend to foresee precision where it's not possible but in in, in of all the realms of possibilities of, of the predictions that i made over the last year and a half we are uh on the worse side of things on on the slower side of coming out of COVID hysteria side of things. And the new format for the show is going to be reflective of this new reality. I, I, I know over the last couple of weeks, if you've been keeping up with the show, you've seen me, you've heard me refer to myself multiple times as a six-year-old autistic kid playing with a Rubik's Cube, trying to figure it out. And I kind of take that approach to our activism in general. Like if we, if we just get the messaging right, if we just get the format right, if we were just on the right social media platform with the right blockchain technology, if we just had the right coalition and the right candidate and the right platform, and the, then we, step three, voluntary society. <sighs> I, I don't know how close that is now. I'm, I'm going to be meditating on a lot of this over the next three weeks. I remain fundamentally optimistic. And a big part of that is because of the team that I've had behind me, despite so much shadow banning. And yesterday, I mean, even yesterday's show, 
uh, ending on a on a great high note with uh, David Limbrick, of course, Australian MP, but also with Ian Crossland having someone of a distinctly different ideological orientation, for for lack of a better word, going holy shit, this is some different kind of shadow banning that you got here, Adam, and th- there were. You know, Joey and I, having having discussed this since yesterday's show a little bit, it's kind of like, yeah, one of two conclusions. Either there is a Google secret blacklist where it's just like you're we try to you know keep you off the internet as much suppressed without being detected. But again, even someone like Ian goes, Holy shit, look at these numbers. And he has a lot of credibility when he looks at those numbers. There's going to be a movie about this blacklist in 20 years. Yeah, Watch. right. The whole thing's going to be blown. But we don't have time. And it's, I can't sit here and play the victim and just say, Well, but look, I should have been famous by now. No, not like we're not going to do that. And, and part of embracing this new format and the new strategy and distribution that, that Joey and I are working on already is going to be uh, kind of acknowledging maybe what I've been resisting. That in some ways we got to just start from scratch on new platforms. It might be telegram and I'm going to be active on telegram over the next three weeks. So Jim T dot me, that's the one thing we're going to get up here. T dot me slash Adam versus the man. Uh, we're going to be promoting odyssey. You can find me at Adam Kogish on odyssey. Uh, I'm I'm still I I'm, I don't know how I feel about Twitter because some people have told me I'm shadow banned. I don't know. I've never someone liked wants Twitter. To look at, someone wants to look. I I enjoy. I, me. I oh. enjoy the organic engagement of Twitter. So if you want to follow me on Twitter at Adam Kogish, at least see my at mentions. But I'm going to be posting a lot more consistently and news links and 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 stuff every day as a, a total social media stream of my content output here and hopefully broadcasting live soon directly on Telegram as well. So StreamYard is our back end. We're still going to be broadcasting live to YouTube on our sort of we've got the dead name channel. <laughs> yeah. Um, only because it's a way of porting to the library blockchain and Odyssey, but in terms of a video destination website, I really do want to get away from YouTube and and get people on on Odyssey. If you uh, want to follow YouTube. me for videos, uh, I'm I it's it's time to really make that break. And I you know I'm 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 ready. To, I, I got big on YouTube before it got bought by Google. That's when it all started going downhill for me, and, and I think a lot of other people too. We saw the Facebook censorship. Not just for me in a, in a sort of soft way, but the, there have been a series of purges of just effective liber- – and, and then who's big left libertarian? The ones that Zuckerberg wants to represent libertarianism. That's really sad. So, Jim, put yourself up on screen here. Executive producer Jim Freedom has been involved with this for the last year and a half, and uh, it's been quite a ride. Can't wait to get you back in Gardenia to do this and like you you've seen how awesome this studio is we yeah. need we we need to figure out a way to make this work um maybe, maybe just coming out wednesdays we'll see uh, a lot of this depends on internet too by the way just found out with t-mobile we might be able to get unlimited hotspot on my phone yeah. for just another 50 dollars a month 
and home internet also at 5G speeds. If we could run two 5G lines with unlimited data, I mean, we could be doing the daily show like this, but doing four hours doing videos up and down, it, it'll be no problem at that point. So I, I think, if, and then if we get Starlink, I'll be like, shit, can I just go live 24 hours a day? Uh, but Jim? Yeah, fun. Adam TV, that would be funny. Just have cameras plopped around Gardenia so you can always watch. That'd be funny, but creepy at yeah. the same time. So I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's been a fantastic year and a half, man. I, I, um, I, did, I couldn't really think of anything diabolical to say, so I got nothing to blow your mind with. But I just want to make sure to say at the official end of this season, uh, it has been my honor to produce this show. It was my honor to be a co-host before, and it's been my honor to produce since. I, I, I do feel a sense of pride. And I mean, I literally tell people, uh, you know, if I'm talking to somebody and I'm educating them on something or an article I've read and they just to add to my credibility a little bit. I'm like, I mean, I do produce a, you know, a two hour news show five days a week. So I am kind of current <laughs> yeah. on what's going on and I read yeah. a lot, you know what I mean? I read a lot and I just use it to, to, you know, I mean, you know, it's talking about myself, but it, uh, to me, it, it validates the credibility of the fact that we know what's going on because we're paying so much attention and that's what is needed right now is for everybody to be paying attention, you know? I, I mean, is it, I, yes and no. I mean, I there, I, Jim. That's been a. I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into too much of an argument on this, but to to parse apart what you said there, because I think it's an important idea that that I really value. Uh, that that you know, even today, like getting ready for the show, just chatting with you and trying to just just being chill and like going, okay, I'm not gonna read headlines this morning because I don't want to be tempted to jump in on every little thing and be like. Ah! but this was on drudge and this was in the producers no i just i don't i don't want to do that today but it is an incredible indulgence and a wonderful habit and i do intend to maintain that habit but transfer it uh content wise to telegram and to right. daily short form videos and one focused four hour a day or four hour you know weekly show but I, to your point of like, do people need to to have their head in the news that much? Is that part of our message? I I don't know. I mean, we need people looking out. We need. We, I I think the more we develop a, a really strong culture of independent media, the more there are going to be trustworthy voices that emerge, and and I, and I hope to be among them uh, as as prominent and pragmatic in short form so that people can you know you, you know i i i like the idea of the four hour weekly conversation but if i had to say one or the other listen to my four hour weekly podcast or subscribe to my telegram channel and check in with it for five minutes and at least skim it twice a day i would say do the other do the second you know and, and in that yeah. sense drudge report as much as i have been critical of it and seen it really falter and it from it what I think its original impact was as, as a better aggregator as opposed to what it is now just a window on the mainstream media right uh, it it is a, a very good aggregator for that and even just having something like that that you keep up with that you know is perfectly consistent and reliable I have 
you know, a few sources like that that I like to check regularly. Everything at, um, I'll plug also censored.news. Uh, I've been remiss in not mentioning them on the air more as an aggregator of a variety of independent media news sites. Yeah. Uh, that's one that Ed Vallejo suggests. Yep. Uh, but like Drudge Report, uh, the, the consistency, the format, it used to be better as an independent voice, as more of a, uh, it, it included more independent media. It, it, Drudge Report used to actually include a lot of Infowars, Alex Jones. Um, and that was how, by the way, quick flashback to Occupy Wall Street. I don't know if you all remember, I did the video when it was first Occupy DC. And the, the, you know, really snotty girl in the Harvard hoodie. And, you know, interviewed her and it got a quarter million views right away. It was because Infowars picked it up. And then that was the headline on Drudge. It wasn't you know, a direct link to my YouTube video, but the Drudge main headline was to info was uh, Occupy comes to D.C. linked to a Infowars.com story that had my video top front and center. And uh, man, those those days are gone. I don't know what happened to Drudge because that was a major force of good on the Internet. And now it's just a window into the mainstream media. So, yeah. you know, my main source for me and I'd like to think that a part of what we do with Adam versus the man is take that mainstream window and translate to reality and say, like, well, this is what they want you to think. This is what's really going on. Right. And provide, but we're still in the realm of mainstream facts. You know, more it, it, and, and kind of, of course, we veer into theoretical alternative facts. I don't say alternative facts. It's like <laughs> alternative news or alternative facts. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Oops. Uh, no, but the, <laughs> oops. No, but the, the bringing in data outside of the mainstream narrative. But the, the, the heart of my message is like, hey, even if the mainstream is saying this, and these fundamental agreed upon facts are true. This is kind of how, as a libertarian, I want to connect to status. Is like, I'm not challenging you on the facts in front of you. I'm not challenging you on even that narrative. But look at this interpretation. This explains it a lot more. It explains it better. And in a more empowering and useful way. So please consider this. Of course, we bring in you know, alternative perspectives, debate more mainstream analyses as well and, and want to get better in that in the media production with the weekly show. But Jim, you're you're absolutely right that a lot of people's understanding of current events is because they're not really paying attention. Or they're right. paying attention to, to to very skewed sources who's uh, like like cable network television uh, you know, thinking of CNN, MSNBC, Fox as, as the big, the big three there, where their message is, "You're right. Keep doing what you're doing. Everything's gonna be okay. But be scared of this. Right. But don't worry, government's got government's gonna protect you. No, be scared of this. But government's gonna protect you. So keep just keep going. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep supporting government. Keep watching the show, and everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, not yeah. For yourself, not pursue a better life." It, it, it's it's that media is designed to keep the mainstream in the expected grooves where they can function as cogs in the machine. Right. Right. And, and we're the opposite. 
and I didn't mean to suggest that uh, that everybody needs to like read as read two hours of news a day, you know. And maybe it sounded like that, but that's another thing that I've loved about watching and producing your show is like you take a lot of people's things that they say and then you just fine tune them and detail them a little bit more so that they're you know they they realize what they said or whatever you know and and on that point i didn't i didn't want to suggest that people need to read the news as much as we do because most people if they just went from not paying attention to just starting to read that much news they'd probably fall for most of the fear and propaganda and be become scared and become something they shouldn't have been what you're saying, you know, yeah, find a show that hopefully we become one of those voices in the future that people start seeing uh, the difference between us and the mainstream and the difference between how we deconstruct lies, not just tell them like, you yeah. know, because the mainstream media's lies these days are starting to get pretty in your face and obvious and provable with two seconds yeah. on Google. And you know what I mean? It's yeah. It's, it's, it's almost apart. getting tedious for, I, I like, it's almost getting tedious for me to, to be talking about the news this much every day. One of the things that I've noticed. Yeah. it's so to your point there, it's like, it's time to switch to more action oriented. And I think doing a weekly and having more thoughtfulness in the content, we're gonna be interviewing more activists. We're gonna be interviewing more people who have calls to action. We're gonna be analyzing issues from more pragmatic, empowering perspectives. The daily news digest is gonna be in the form of the Telegram channel. And one of the things that I've noticed over, I mean, I guess you could say Adam, well, Adam versus the man started in late 2010 um, and or mid 2010 and as the radio show in, in Albuquerque. And since then I've, I've been doing it on and off, but mostly on in various forms of, of a daily or, or weekly news show, mostly daily. And I've noticed that a lot of, a lot of times I don't re resent this at all, that people drift into the audience for two months to six months and then drift out because what they needed out of it was to reaffirm this worldview. And we, we once you're on the other side of waking up to libertarianism, to, to the universality of ethics and nonviolence and voluntarism, that we don't need a coercive anything. We don't need coercion in society that that the idea of government by violence or threat of violence is holding back humanity. It, it, it seems so simple and rational. And we go, why doesn't everybody get this? Why it's so obvious? But even for us to have gotten to this point, a lot of us needed to go through a period of displacing our old worldview issue by issue by issue. And a lot of people... You know, I take it for granted that, you know, I had a pretty good education. I was very lucky to have uh, overeducated parents, you know, both of whom have uh, advanced degrees and uh, significant entrepreneurial experience and that I went to pretty good schools, you know, and I and I had all of those intellectual advantages. And I'll, but my, my I, like it was really a, a deeper intellectual gift for my parents. Like I was always encouraged to read as a kid, like I love to read more. It's funny because I make video more than I watch video. But how do I take in information? I, I read a lot. I prefer to read more than anything. And uh, for a lot of 
people in this audience, depending on the format in which we do the show, they get their version of that, where they get to go through current events for a year or, well, for for some of them, it's they, they do it for two months and go, yeah, I don't need to hear Adam cover the news every day. I can skim the headlines. I got the code to the matrix, Adam. Thank you very much. I figured it out thoroughly enough. For my satisfaction, that's good. I'm ready to move on and be empowered by this message and not just study it, so to speak. And so there's going to be a shift in that awareness as well. So, Jim, we got a few of our friends backstage. Yeah, we got Ed, we got Joey, we got Ant, and we got Mercedes. So, And and almost all of those people can smoke weed every day with us, right? Weed every day. You guys are coming up. Be ready. Here we come. Three, two, one. Ed, Mr. Ed. Ant. Birthday days. There's the whole crew. What's going down, everyone? Now I can play the video. I can't smoke. It's still illegal here, guys. Oh, okay. It happens. Um, it's still illegal. Who's coughing? Who's coughing? Yeah, Pike. That was me. Oh, I was coughing for sure. Hi, everybody. Hi, guys. Beautiful. What did you guys all think at? about the show? The season, I mean. It was interesting. A journey. It's been a journey. I mean, it's that's one of the fun things about this kind of format is you you get to feel the the course of history over the last year and a half, and and this unique phenomenon of COVID and having been in this show in this format for the last year and a half, everybody here who's been involved is now like uniquely connected. To this moment in history and this this sequence of events interesting it's an interesting time to be alive it's crazy i never thought Absolutely. i'd see this time i mean not not based off everything i was taught in private and even government school i didn't i mean this is this is insane i think we're all part of something bigger than ourselves right now too with the fact that nothing that we put out there and um and social media or on any streaming service. It, I mean, it, that's all going to outlive all of us. So we're all part of something bigger than ourselves right now, I think. Morgan Freeman said, I live on, or I am on Facebook, so I am immortal. And <laughs> Netflix documentary. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, our digital footprint over the last year is huge, honestly. A two-hour show, five days a week based on current events. It's no wonder we get censored. Uh, we pay really good attention. We do really good coverage from a libertarian point of view. And it's been an honor to be able to work with you guys. Overwhelming, definitely. That's why we take care of our mental health. But it's been an honor and a privilege. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I love you. Aww. Ed, you know. we love you, too. <laughs> yeah, Ed, too. Ed, I love that even pipe, Ed. <laughs> even Ed. Ladies and gentlemen, I love you all. You have become members of my family. I thank you so much for embracing me into your lives. You know, I I try so hard. I've been an activist for decades. 
I've been pounding and pounding and pounding and trying to help people and trying to make things better. And the number of people that remain in my life for any sustained period is so, so infinitesimal that it breaks my heart. It really does. I mean, we are living in a very special time where human liberty is starting to evolve upon its own. I mean, the, the hemp, marijuana, call it whatever you want, cannabis, the ability to obtain it and utilize it freely by the masses is yeah. definitely a step in the right direction for liberty because, ladies and gentlemen, it's the most absurd thing I've ever seen in my over six decades on this planet that our human bodies have are a machine that has many systems in it that has requirements in order for it to function properly. We have a system that takes air and puts it into our bloodstream so that it can rejuvenate all of our, our cells. Why would we deprive it of air? We have systems that when we take in water and it processes and removes all the toxins from our system why would we deprive our system of water we have an endocannabinoid system in our body that uses hemp the cannabinoids in hemp to re-regulate your autonomic functions why would you deprive your body of it i mean we have been held down and held down and held down in trying to be healthy and trying to strive when we have people spraying barium and aluminum and strontium above us to try and kill us. We have people taking graphene oxide and making concoctions and, and trying to convince others that it's good for them to put it into their bodies when it kills them. I mean, what does it take to wake a person up to say, you are trying to be eradicated, and you don't have to be if you choose so. Yeah, you just so said I, it. I wonder about this, and I, I appreciate all of the existential challenges you have brought to my own worldview and to the show. But this one in particular, I, I am I am going kind of back and forth on, in terms of, will we? Will we all, if, if we have decided to step outside the mainstream, and we can see that things are getting better, do we have any right to expect some victory of a breaking point or just to know that we are on always the right side of history? There is we no are victory. always pulling in the direction of love and righteousness. There is no and victory. And it, we only get it for ourselves. Okay, because we are aware of it and we know we are outside the matrix and we can see it. They're inside of it. They can't see it. They won't get it. And there is no victory, in my estimation. Jeez. Thank you. Okay, so, well, that's the end of our show. So I actually wrote something because I, I was afraid that if I didn't write it down, that I wouldn't be able to say what I wanted to say without sounding like an idiot. So. <laughs> Say it, so, I'm a pretty fast reader, though. The floor so, is yours. Awesome. 
Please. So for the first time I saw Adam dancing at Jefferson Memorial, the shocking incident, to getting arrested in Texas to his political campaign, I knew this guy was something different. A guy that's larger than his own persona and his fight towards freedom and happiness. His core values aligned with my own, and it made me want to fight harder in my own life to promote these ideas. I joined the team recently, and I was uh, it was a complete and unexpected invitation to do so. And I tried my very best to play it off like it was no big deal, but it, it was a big deal. Uh, to me. Uh, finally, my own voice was being appreciated by a group of people I always felt were a class above me. As I developed bonds and relationships with the rest of the Adam versus the man crew, I realized they are just as human and as flawed as I am, yet my esteem for them hasn't changed. <laughs> so thank you for allowing me to be part of this past season. The season itself may have ended, but the kinship I have gained will never end, and those sort of connections are the building blocks of peace and freedom. I look forward to the next season. Hope I can continue to lend my voice towards the show to both grow the ideas and values the show promotes and continue to be motivated in my own community to ascend through the libertarian ranks to spread the message further. Joey, Jim, Ed, Mercy, Matt, Steve, thanks for trusting me and becoming forever friends, especially Adam, one of the people so long ago that actually pushed me into the libertarian party by showing me how corrupt the system truly is. Thank you all and love to you all. Beautiful, and thank you, me too, That was amazing. I, was, I, I share the sentiment exactly, especially the part you mentioned about how when you first started working with them, it didn't seem like that big of a deal to some people maybe, but it was a big deal to you. I, I feel that and I resonate with that because the same exact thing was happening with me when uh, all this COVID bullcrap first started and Adam made that first call if anybody wanted to come out to Gardenia, and I did. I had met him a few times before <laughs> that, but he still had that, celebrity status in my mind because i had only met him a few times at big events that he was in town for you know so he was still like a traveling celebrity that i didn't really know just met him a few times and smoked bowls in his camper you know but when i started when i actually went to gardenia and started getting more involved this way and started co-hosting and things it was it was like an internal high in my life that i i was almost i almost felt felt silly a little bit like i didn't want to show it too much because i didn't want to <laughs> think it was weird i don't know yeah you want to be a plebe right yeah 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 because i don't want to be a freaking you know whatever you know that's so, I just did my so i just you know as i as i do in all situations because that's the only way to get through and, life and i just remained who i was and said what happens happens and it's been life-changing man so for so those I that don't like know i actually got to meet in person so i just gotta meet the rest of you in person now yeah doing. yeah and, uh, i i hope the community that can come together around the wednesday evening format can be even stronger in in this sense and and i think for, for the world for uh for Ant and and steve who's not with us today um and and anybody else who's been in the producers club uh especially we're going to be talking over the next three weeks. Uh, the core team is sort of this four here, right here, right now with Jim as executive producer, uh, Joey as co-host and Ed as comments and ombudsman of the show. I like that. And uh, if there's, you know, a role in managing callers or managing a panel or bringing in guests, or other things that we want to bring that extra, uh, you know, quality to the show versus quantity, bringing the effort of the producers club, distilling it down to make it something really special every week. Um, I, I hope that you'll continue to have a role in that. What's this? Healthy disrespect for authority wants to know what we're smoking on right now. Our oh, strain of the day. I do a strain of the day on my channel. Huckleberry. You have huckle, po oh, pokeberry. Pokeberry. Pokey? 
Pokeberry. I have Ghost Train Haze. Ed's Rocket Orange Juice. Orange Juice. Are illegal. They're from Colorado. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, it's just a container, I swear. <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on. Help me destroy the evidence. We have to burn it. We have to burn Look it. Look at that. I'm in. You guys Ohio, so we're going old school. I don't have the fancy bottles with the names and shit. I'm old school. <laughs> <laughs> straight I like, straight sandwich baggie. In it. There's a legit medical dispenser in Colorado that still gives you your weed in baggies. I love them for that. <laughs> for the like reduction of waste alone. Any any yeah. responsible stoner either goes through it very quickly or has their own containers, right? <laughs> Fair enough. Better yeah, I do have a glass container. I just was going through it quick enough that I didn't feel like transferring it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a picture of the motto I screwed this shit from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even have a container. I'm completely dry in this house. There's dispensaries, yeah, and still going and buying it off the street like a like a true champ. We'd like to comment on that, okay? I would like to I would like to salute Mr. Adam Kokesh for giving me the platform I needed to come out of the closet and be a smoker of hemp in front of everyone. I really don't. I'm at the point now where I'm not going to worry about filling out a government form for purchasing a firearm because that's just not happening. You know, it really yeah. isn't. Word. Yeah. Hey, I want to. I hate to pick the discussion, but we've got some. We've got some like regular daily viewers on odyssey right now there's 10 people uh mike freeman says love the show and the crew even the chatters some more than others i'm gonna miss you guys until your return mine's on telegram retribution look at all those beautiful faces and and we're gonna figure out a way to get these odyssey comments up on screen i think it just takes logging in from another device and sharing our screen so hopefully that's something when we come back we so will be able to integrate Odyssey more into the broadcast. We, we wanted to, to give people four places to, to connect, right? And, and and at least this is where we're driving traffic for now. I'm, I'm iffy about Twitter, but that's one of them. We want to maintain that channel at least. I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm least shadow banned on Twitter, I think. Um, so Twitter is just at Adam Kogesh. Odyssey for videos, if you want the video subscription, if we do man on the street, if we do clips, anything we post to Telegram, everything in video format will be on Odyssey. And it's spelled different than the word O-D-Y-S-E-E.com. If you don't want to remember that and you want the more complete stream of everything, t.me slash Adam versus the man. That's our Telegram channel. Download the app. Download the Telegram app. Search Adam versus the man. It's or free. put that link in. It's free. It's it's as secure as you can pretend to be on a government regulated phone service. And it right? migrates to your laptop, so it's yes, super convenient. Yeah, easy desk desktop version. Very wonderful, very effective software. Done and the, so you know the business model is by donation essentially. Um, some uh, rich dude wanted it to exist and bankrolled it and it set it up as a as a nonprofit essentially. Um, so like look it up. It's very it's a very cool pro, uh, project. Um, and I'm excited that it's displacing other functions of social media in so many ways. So like, I'm, I'm going to like, one of my commitments is that over the next three weeks, I'm going to kill my, my Instagram. I'm not, I'm not going to delete them, 
but I'm gonna I'm gonna hang a we're gonna keep I'm gonna hang a find us over here instead sign for the both garden and we're gonna create a separate telegram. It's hopefully we'll get t.me slash gardenia or something. Um, but we'll be announcing that on this channel and then killing or at least getting it like I, I don't know what what, what do you say what do you say about that? How am I present on Facebook right now? I have like a shadow presence. A, rem, a remnant presence. It's like I've I've mothballed my Facebook, right? Yeah. I'm going to also mothball my Instagram. And to me, that's like an important, you know, measure of of integrity and in, in how we do this. And then the, the, the fourth one is Adam versus the man.com currently under construction. Uh there will be an email list there. So uh if you can pull it up and bookmark it, but at least, at least, give me two of those four. Pick two of four, and and and, and stay connected one of those ways because if we're, we can't rely on YouTube, we really can't rely. We know we can't rely on Facebook, Instagram, the the, the plateauing there. You're like, uh, uh, what is what is this healthy disrespect for authority? It will be a long three weeks. No, no, it'll be fun. We'll be on Telegram. Um, <laughs> you might get to be productive in the middle. Yeah, yeah, right. There you go. There you go. Uh, so, and that, that's the other thing is, is being more conscientious of media. Like, I, I really don't want people to spend two hours a day, you know, in the news. Yeah. I want people, like, I, I think it's fun to say, you know, have a more efficient news routine. And then if you can, spend four hours once a week with us, make an event out of it. Or if you can't join us live, Pack through that four-hour production throughout the week as you know at your convenience. I think I think that's a, a much more efficient and conscientious way to be a, a consumer of news to connect to the world around you. Cancel your Wednesday night bowling leagues and switch yeah. over to Adam versus the man. So yeah, no, everyone, go please mark your calendars if you can set your routine. Bring Wednesday Adam evenings. versus the man to your Wednesday night bowling. <laughs> oh, Come on. fair enough, fair enough. Come on. The world yeah, is more connected. Yeah, I have no yeah. problem with it playing in the background. You know, we're gonna, the, 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 the current vision for the format is that the first hour is going to be structured, opening monologue, cover headlines, announcements, etc. The in second hour, uh, and then or hour and a half or so, uh, a panel and a series of guests could be like one. Uh, 45 minute panel and then three 15 minute guests. There's an hour and a half, then an hour of calls and emails, and uh, especially interacting with uh, audience through comments. And then the last 30 minutes, good news and uh, you know, practical calls to action. So, and uh, still ending with the good news too. every day. We're gonna, since we're gonna be central, you know, centralized on Odyssey, and I don't think we've mentioned this, it's, it's blockchain based, right? Yeah. But not only do you get blockchain, you know, you get credits. I, I don't even know what their currency name is. Not only do you get credits for what you post and the views you get, but when you view other people's stuff, you earn credits for it. So by watching the show, you're gonna be building some crypto wallet that may grow into something big in the future. And you can tip Adam versus the man with the crypto that you're earning just by watching other people's videos. Yeah. So it's really a cool system and I'm excited to switch over to that and off of YouTube. Yeah, no, that's very well said because we don't want to oversell anything in crypto right now, but we do want to say that this is a system with integrity. Yeah. And, and, and we have confidence at least as much as we practically can at this point to invest in the platform in terms of 
building a profile and, and a destination for our content. And censor free. I mean, the, the episode that got pulled from YouTube is right there on Odyssey. <sighs> Thank yeah, this is Monday's Monday's episode with the Karen Ann Harlow interview. Every time we got a big name, they did that. Every, every time we got a, a big name in there, we got that we started getting like a big following. They'd either pull the the video off YouTube with no explanation, or they would they would ban us every single oh time. God. If that does if that doesn't say that we have our own special agent just watching oh. our channel, so, so that you know what. I, you know, in terms of being Google blacklisted, so I mean, it's really interesting to put it to, to to think of that as a possibility. Mike Adams, for sure. In fact, in ways wait, that wait, we, two we Mary know, videos Facebook years apart on the same week. Remember, seeing Mary Ruert is also on a different. She's a doctor going. She, she's so doctor she's on like she's truth. on like a so COVID blacklist. She might be on a list. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm on some general, but I, I and now I, they get to use the medical misinformation excuse, and you have the same subject matter every day. Let's let's be real. So for them to pull one up say the other, and just coincidentally, it's when we have people that have things that are really important to say. Well, there have been times where I've given my actual sort of pragmatic advice breakdown on the vaccine, which is only take it under these very. It's not. It's not. Oh my God, it's the devil's work with a microchip, but it's it only take it under these very, very, very limited circumstances. I'm not going to even say it now because that's maybe even what I just said is enough for them to ping this video, right? Now I'm giving out misleading medical advice. It's okay. We're not. Oh, there we're not today. on my no. main YouTube channel today. Anyway. We can't. We're banned for two weeks. Anyway. Oh, well, Great we're timing. on my YouTube, so we'll see if it's a voice triggered algorithm. Okay, finally got mine. <laughs> For the Karen Ann episode, like they had left mine up and banned Adams, but they finally got mine. Now they declined well, my appeal. When you appeal. say mine, I just explain your my, mirrored version my of mirrored that episode, version. your yes. copied version, right? And so, reposted version of that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're starting to lose cameras. We better wrap things up because for losing yeah. connection, it's well, it's been fun, y'all. Nobody wants to say goodbye, you know. Don't make it a long goodbye. Don't make it awkward. No. All right, we're gonna make you go one at a time. Ed, your okay. first last words. Oh, last words. I almost ran out of battery. I'm glad I didn't. Sorry, it looks like this. I will see you next season. <laughs> and oh shit. <laughs> hey everybody. Uh thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for being a fan of mine as much as I'm a fan of yours. Uh we'll see you guys next season and uh Cheers from the ant farm. All right. Word. Mercy. Hi. Thank you, everybody, for being here for this season of Adam versus the Man. I'm excited to see what the next season brings. And thank you for always putting up with my little troublemaker. Thank you. No, brother. <laughs> like, she love her. <laughs> Joey. Oh, past joints, not judgments. I'll say that all the time. Um, and this team, man, I love this team that's come together. It's incredible. Not, not just the people that were just on screen, not just the co-hosts that join us every day, but the commenters, like there's days where we're not popping comments up on the screen. And it's because there's a conversation, like there's dialogue going on between people where they're learning and growing and inspiring each other. And that inspires me. So thank you everybody who watches and joins and helps out. And can't wait to see that. Thank you, dear. Jim? 
I would like to just mirror and reiterate everything that they said because it's beautiful and perfect, and that's what I love about being a part of this show. Um, I look forward to producing the four-hour version. It's going to be exciting uh, and hopefully more empowering, and uh, I look forward to it. I, I feel like a bumbling idiot right now, but that's how you know me, so I love you, and have a great three-week break. Awesome. All right, well, thank you to everybody who is – made this season possible everybody on patreon everybody who is subscribed on youtube even though we're getting away from that don't forget to resubscribe somewhere else thanks to everybody who's commented thanks to everybody who sent in news stories thanks to everybody who's been active in the producers club thanks to everybody who supported me and supported my message even just by retweeting something that you saw once thank you for having that support for whatever it is that I was doing at the time for everybody who has invested in me at all in this show, in this message, in this cause, in this movement from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very much. We will see you on telegram t.me slash versus man. We will see you on Twitter. We will see you on odyssey. Most importantly, subscribe t.me slash versus the man. And then wherever you are watching this video channel, we will be back at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time on September 29th. And if you want to catch up on old episodes, anywhere you listen to podcasts, audio format is available. Joey's like, no, we got to be on. This is a podcast. Don't worry. It's not video. It's not just video. Adam. What's Matt's comment there? No. All right. Mwah. Peace and love y'all. She's happy. Wait, there it is. There it is. There it is. See y'all again soon. Stay free. Thank you, Matt. Matt's been a great commenter and help for the show as well. Mwah. Peace and love, y'all. Choose happiness and be excellent to each other.